you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35.
Dory, hello. Welcome hello, to Kate. 35. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves, and I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And look, we're not experts. No, we're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. We do. And you know, this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And we really love to hear from you. And if you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at 781-591-0390. And you can email us or send us a voice memo at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And please do visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 podcast. The password over there is serums. And just a reminder that you can sign up for the Forever 35 podcast newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. Mm. Kate Spencer, welcome back to the show. Feels good to be back. I feel It felt good to be away. I'm not going to lie. Yep, I yep, enjoyed... Yep. The mental break uh, for a week of not thinking yeah. about work. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah, I hear that. Um, but I am I am happy to be back. I'm not even quite sure where to begin. You know, I traveled for 14 hours and took two different flights that each required me to like get my baggage. I mean, it was like just a long day. I, I dropped my kids off at my in-laws and then flew I flew with them to my in-laws where they live, and then I flew across the country by myself. And so, because my children are having a little one-on-one grandparent time, and I Mm. was pretty wiped out after my travel day. But I will say, I woke up and my husband just brought me coffee with my cream in it, just how I like it, just like dropped it on my bedside table. I know. I was like, okay. All right. I see you. Hello. (laughs) You are in business. But yeah, you know what, Dory? I was gone for six weeks. And uh, that's the longest I think I've really kind of just been away from my own home in a while. And it was really, it was stressful. It was amazing to be with my family. It was energizing. It was exhausting. It was like all the things, you know? It was... uh, It was a lot, but I'm. I was so happy to get to spend time with um, my family, just because I hadn't seen so many of them in you know two years due to COVID, and get to be in New Hampshire, which is like my yeah. soul, my soul home, uh, which is where my family is from. Mm-hmm. I swam in the lake water. I kayaked. I canoed. I communed with loons. Loons are pretty amazing, Dory. You ever seen a loon? I don't know if I've ever seen a loon IRL. I was going to say in person, but like, it's like, they're not people. <laughs> they're not. They're they're greater than people. Loons they're majestic like, animals. They really are majestic. Uh, I also will tell you that I traveled with so many skincare products that oh. I don't know what I was thinking. I went 
a little bonkers. You brought a lot or you purchased some while you were away? Okay. I or brought, but all, well, all. I purchased one thing, okay, which was okay. a like rose hydrosol toner spray from a very small local farm. Then I received a couple items because you you very generously uh, included Tatcha products as part of your book launch mm, for people yes, involved yes. with your book launch. And so I, I received did. some Tatcha products. But I also I traveled with two cleansers. Like what was what was I doing? Why did I do that? I mean Why did I think I needed two cleansers? You know, it's funny because I I feel like when I you know, I, I went away for less time than you just a little under two weeks. And I, I also felt like I packed sort of randomly. <laughs> like I'd kind of forgotten how to pack. Mm-hmm. So I feel you on this. It was very weird. I brought my whole hair dry. I, I think because I knew I had to do some zooms for your book, I was like, I'll need to dry my hair and make myself look nice. But then it was so hot, I couldn't right. bring myself to use it. It just... I've, I, I often I find know. that like I bring too many of some category of thing, whether it's like skincare or, you know, whatever, or shoes, and then like not enough of yes, <laughs> something not enough else. of the other. <laughs> yes. I do this too. I will say I did want to give a shout out to one product that I was really glad I brought, um, which was Clore, which is a skincare line I really love. They have this a really amazing mask called Supreme Seed. It's one of the only face masks masks that I feel like I've used and really been like, oh, this works. And I brought it with me because I did feel like travel and the change of weather and, and just the elements might kind of stress my skin out. And this was something I used a few times while I was away that I was really happy I brought. It's... um. Clore's Supreme Seed Delicate Purification Mask. It's one of my, it's become one of my favorite face masks. Um, so I know that's like very excessive to bring a mask with you. But I mean, I is it though? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I did bring, <laughs> did bring two cleansers. I mean, what again? I had to, I brought an oil. I brought like a variety of moisturizers. I don't. So anyway, my bag was so heavy, it was 56 pounds when I went to check it oh in. Oh my gosh, so it was overweight. <laughs> yeah, part, and part of the problem was because I probably had about 15 pounds of skincare. So did you take some stuff out and put it in oh, your carry-on or you I just did, paid the overweight No, I did fee. the whole like embarrassing to me maneuvering where you then have to open up your luggage in yeah, the middle of the and airport. transfer stuff. Yeah, and you're like revealing <laughs> the inside of your body to people where it's like, oh, uh, uh, this is how I pack. And yep, like here's my baby blanket that I'm now taking out and putting back. You know, it's just a lot. But I'm really happy to be home. And I always feel like coming back is such a nice reset, you know, like just yeah. to get just to get back into the your routines is just feels really um great and so I'm happy to be home. How have well, you been? We're happy to have you back. You well, you know, I have to give a shout out to, you know, guest host, podcast producer and editor Sammy Junio who house sit and dog sat for me while I was away and took such amazing care of Lucy the dog that I mean, my husband and I were joking the whole time that like Lucy was going to be disappointed when we got back because Sammy is <laughs> such an amazing uh, caregiver. And like, there's nothing quite like knowing that you're home and your 
pets are in good care. So that was just very special. Basically, what I'm saying is that Sammy is the best person to walk the earth, but you already knew that. is amazing. Yeah. And they left their soap in my shower, so I'm going to test out a new product. Just kidding, Sammy. I won't use your soap. (laughs) I mean, finders keepers. I mean, look, you leave it, I get it, is how it works. Dory, I did miss you. How are you doing? What's going on over there? Are we ever going to see each other again in person? We should make a date. We should. We should. Okay. Um, I am okay. I... I've gotten into a sort of like panic recently about our house being so cluttered. And I, mm. and I realized this has been like an ongoing theme for like three years, it but has, yeah. it's just an, it's like an ongoing theme. Like it's something yeah. that I've never successfully been able to wrangle, conquer, deal with for any extended period of time. Mm. It is an ongoing problem for me. And it's just, it's like, it's starting to just feel really oppressive. I feel like I go in cycles with this. Like sometimes I can just sort of ignore it, which is probably bad, which is probably why it, you know, is perpetuating, is perpetuating, why it Yeah, is perpetuating. It perpetuates. Yeah, it perpetuates. Um. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) there's so much stuff. And I'm at that point right now where I feel like I'm getting, like, crushed by all the stuff in our house. Um, And lately, I've also been, like, worried that it kind of sets a bad example for Henry. Yeah, this is interesting. Slobs. And I feel like. You know, he like loves things to be like put away Mm. and cleanliness and his he has a bedroom and a playroom and those are the cleanest rooms in the house. Like I I am like obsessive about keeping his playroom and his bedroom clean and, you know, tidy. So like nothing is out of place. Everything is always put away at the end of the day. And that is just not the case for the rest of the house. And like occasionally he will like take it upon himself to like put things away or clean our like the rest of the house. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like your parents suck. And okay, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. I need to stop you. You've called yourself slobs and now you've yes. also declared that you suck. And I need yes. you to stop the negative self-talk. Like, wait seriously. a second, Kate. That's what I always say to you. I know, but I I really think like that is the first step in kind of addressing these feelings and situations is that you need to stop putting yourself down here. And I say this firmly and with love. <sighs> I know you do. It's just like I I'm real I'm truly like at a at a at a loss I here. I can hear it, yeah. However, I have been trying to get things cleaned up and like in order and I've thrown out a lot of stuff and I'm donating. I have a whole bag of stuff to donate and I brought some other stuff to donate last week and I've been selling some stuff like in local, you know, buy, sell trade groups. But it's also kind of, you know, like when you, if you like have an organizer come and in the middle of it, it just looks like a thousand times worse because everything is sort of out. And that's how part of my house looks now. Like it's, it's like, like packing to move. That feeling yeah. of like you're in the middle of it. And yeah, it, yeah. It's like halfway between being organized and not being organized, but in the meantime, like looks horrible. And also, I'm like, 
I don't know where to put a lot of this stuff. Like, and maybe I feel like there's also a school of thought where it's like, if you don't know where to put something, like you shouldn't own it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that is like, maybe that's a rule that I need to kind of adopt. But I don't know, man. I think it's worth exploring this deeper, you know, not on a podcast, but maybe like in your own life. Because I do think, I don't, I don't think clutter is necessarily a manifestation of being a quote unquote slob. I really don't. I think it's such a, it's like we, we are like conditioned to believe that we should know how to clean and organize. And those are not for many of us skills that we've ever been taught like even if a parent models it like my mom was was pretty organized but i i'm just fucking uh, i can't do it so i think we have to kind of cut ourselves slack on this one and really begin to like and start from the beginning you know like really start from i don't know start from the I, beginning t- i i totally hear you and like i do agree that i should kind of like give myself more grace and treat myself with more kindness. But like, I also know that I find, I do find it like calming mm. when my house is clean and like when too. things are in order. And, yeah. you know, I remember like, I remember, and I talk about this in my book a little bit, like after I broke up with my ex-boyfriend and I moved into a sublet, like I didn't have a lot of stuff with me mm-hmm. and it was very calming to just like, I don't know. And that's what I like. That's the, that's the state of being that I want to get to. Like, I want to look around and feel calmed in my home, not stressed out. It's yes. not so much a judgment. It's more of like how I know it makes me feel. And yeah. maybe that's wrapped up in the judgment, but like, uh, you know, I do know. And I do hear you. That's something I've really worked on is keeping my home kind of tidy because I also feel that way. Like I cleaned off my dresser right before I left. It was like covered in so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I got home the other day, I was like, oh, like just looking at it was really relaxing because I sit in bed and stare at it as opposed to like sitting in bed and staring at like stacks of papers and masks and lip balms and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, yeah. I support you, Dory. I just I just want you to treat yourself with a little bit of love. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, should we take a little break and then hear for some listeners? Yeah, it's my favorite part of the day. It's listener time. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer, just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and 
What I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college, so this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F 
Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we have returned and we are going to kick things off with a voicemail from a listener with a prod rack. Hello, this is so exciting for the time. Okay, one brand that I haven't heard really anybody talk much about that I am obsessed with is called Ahava. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's A-H-A-V-A. Um, so I'm calling about the listener who is looking for like a thick night cream. I use the Ahava Hydration, gotta pull it back up because I forgot it, Hydration Cream Mask as my night cream. Um, Obviously, they say it's a mask. It's one of those that you can wash off if you want to. I prefer to just leave it on overnight. I use it in the summer and the winter, but in the summer, I only use like a little bit because it's like so hydrating. Um, But I have sensitive skin and track skin. so it's a little challenging to find products for that. Um, but this is my holy grail night cream. I am obsessed with it. I love it. It is worth every penny. Um, highly, highly recommend. All right. Bye. Well, this listener's right. I've never heard of Ahava. Sorry, Dory. Go ahead. You were going to say Oh, thank no. You. I was going to say thank you for that rec. It is, um, it's an Israeli brand that uses like Dead Sea mud. Yeah, I'm I'm looking on Ulta Beauty's site because they carry it and this does seem like a very thick T H I C C cream. Dead Sea Minerals. 
mud. They make a very they make a very nice foot cream. Have you used it? I have. Yes. So this this um, mask, this hydration cream mask, can be left on all night, or you can rinse it off after a few minutes, and it seems well reviewed. Of course, now I'm intrigued. Kate's intrigued, everyone. I'm always intrigued by a heavy, thick <sighs> cream. I will definitely check this out, especially as we transition into like the super hot, dry season here in yes. California. And yes, yes, yes. Winter. Okay, thank you, listener, for a little Ahava shout out. And thank you, Dory, Love for it. recommending the foot cream. Yeah. If you if you need if you're if you have like cracked heels or Ooh. You know, it, it, they, have, they have a really nice, really lovely foot. They have good hand cream, too. Ooh. So Head yeah. to toe. Um, all right. Here is an email. Hi, Kane Dory. I have a random question for you about an old high school slash college crush. I was a late bloomer. I see you, Dory. Well, I see you, listener. And was terrified of boys all throughout high school. So when one of the most popular boys in my class liked me, it threw me for a loop. He tried to date me even into freshman year of college, but I was so nervous, I pretty much pushed him away. The sad thing was I liked him so much to the point where I still got those high school crush butterflies when I think about him. I don't still have feelings for him. I'm super happily married with two kids, and I, and I am obsessed with my sweet family. But I recently saw this guy for the first time in over a decade and find myself thinking about him a lot, not in a romantic way, just thinking about those sweet high school moments. I find myself wanting him to know just how much I liked him back then. I feel guilty that I pushed him away so much. I don't want him to think it was him when it was all me. I hate knowing that I probably caused him some hurt. So my question for you is, would it be weird if I reached out to him to tell him I'm sorry for being so closed off back then and that I really did like him and that I wish him the best? Is that weird? Is it a betrayal to my husband or do I just leave it be? Kate, I'm dying to know your answer to this. So these kind of questions are very hard for me because as a writer of romance, I can't not get swept up in like the romantic storyline that's here. Listen, and I don't want to use the word weird because I just find like, what is weird, right? Like I don't, I don't, I don't like that using that as a critical word. I think weird is a really great thing to be. That being said, I would, I would let this go. I would not contact your high school crush. And I would say that like, even though you said you don't still have feelings for him, there is something a bubble in here. And it's also totally appropriate to like have a crush even when you're married, right? Like I think that happens. That's totally normal. But I, I think it does kind of, it starts to tiptoe into like, what, what really do, do you want to happen here when you send this person a message? You can't see, you all can't see me, but I'm nodding like frantically. <laughs> you know, and like the fact that you're worried about it being a betrayal to your spouse to me doesn't, I don't, I don't think it's a betrayal to send an email to a past romantic partner, but I think something about it is making you feel like, uh-oh. and so I think if you do go ahead, you should communicate to your spouse like, hey, I, I, don't, I don't know, something about this, there's a tiny red flag waving here for me and I can't quite put my finger on it. Dory, what do you hey, say? I am, I am a thousand percent in agreement with you. 
I also my 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 spidey sense went up when this listener wrote I like you point out I don't still have feelings for him I'm super happily married I'm obsessed with my family but I'm thinking about him a lot not in a romantic way like I feel like there was a lot of sort of like denial happening here and I worry that if you reached out to him there would be this like tiny part of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would kind of be hoping that this would open the door to kick those butterflies off who knows what yes but i fear that it cracks open a door that like ultimately you might not want to crack open and and like kate said i think it's fine to have these feelings i think you should just sort of sit with them and not i i personally don't think you should act on them um because i think that you 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 have more feelings for this guy than you are kind of admitting to in your note to us. And as Kate also pointed out, the fact that you even need to ask if it's a betrayal to your husband makes me think that you think it's a betrayal to your husband. If if this were t- if this were totally innocent and you truly had no romantic feelings for him, you wouldn't even have to ask the question because it like it wouldn't be. It would just be like a normal hey, how's it going kind of thing. But the fact that you are wondering if it's a betrayal makes me think that you think there's a possibility that it is a betrayal, in which case you should not do this. I also like the way that this person wrote this. To me, what I hear possibly is regret that Yes. At the time, you didn't act on these feelings that you had with this person who also had feelings for you, which I understand. I mean, I I think everything this listener is saying is so normal and so um, human. You know, like these, this is, these are real feelings that you are experiencing. And I I do think like you go back and you, you think about what could have been or how that made you feel or you like relive those feelings a little bit. And it, it does it, like they do feel powerful. So, but I don't think you owe, you actually owe this person an apology. No, like you don't, I don't have to explain so anything. Either. Move, feel the feelings you're having. Journal them. Yeah. Daydream. I think these are all like healthy things to do. But but if it's becoming like all consuming or something, I think you need to kind of dig into a little bit more. Yeah, and like also everybody experiences hurt love hurt you don't need to go back to apologize for something that you know i don't think you actually did did harm in this situation is what i'm saying there are there are moments when an apology is necessary but i don't think you caused harm here i completely agree with all of that and i also worry that you're using this notion that you need quote unquote to apologize Mm. to him as an excuse to reach out to him dory I like that thought. I kind of agree here. So. But look, listener, we love you. We see you. We do. We do. We see you. And look, we're going to we're going to now transition to another conversation of former flames because someone asked us this very important question over email. Hi, can we discuss the reemergence of Benefer? Am I the only 40-something that is fascinated by Ben and Jen getting back together? LOL. Thanks for a former Us Weekly reader. 
Okay. I mean, obviously, yes. Look, what Duh. listeners might not know about definitely me, maybe also you, is that I am obsessed with Ben Affleck. I am fascinated by Ben Affleck. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with him, but I'm very fascinated by him. I mean, something you need to know is that if you grew up in Massachusetts and possibly all of New England in the 80s and 90s, you in school, you watched a program called The Voyage of the Mimi, which was about like whaling and science, and it starred a young pubescent Ben Affleck. So I had a crush on him not knowing he was going to turn into this famous person back when I was in sixth grade watching Voyage of the Mimi. Dora, you also watch what you know what I'm talking. This is a very I, niche New England specifics yes, here, but I, Google Voyage also, of the Mimi. We also watched Voyage of the Mimi in social studies class. <laughs> Literally every child in New England watched this, but I don't yes. think that it made its way to like the rest of the country. No, it was, it was pro- like- produced by WGBH, our local yeah. PBS station. But yeah, everyone watched it. Um, so. Oh, and also, I lived, I was living in Philadelphia during the filming of Gili. Ooh, the peak of Benefer. <laughs> the peak of Benefer. And when I tell you that this was the most exciting thing that had happened to Philadelphia in quite some time, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, like, it was, it, it, it was, it was a, an event that they, because they, they were living in an apartment in, oh, together, in Center City. Oh. Um, and, yeah, it was it was a very big deal that this I mean, was happening. Yes, we can discuss it. I am fascinated by it. And I mean, also, I think Jennifer Lopez seems great. And I was, if you really want a deep dive, you should head on over to Busy Phillips is doing her best podcast where Casey St. Ange has, they've just deep dove into this. Busy's also a Ben Affleck fan. And Casey just really kind of nailed this relationship early on. But I do think there is something really soothing and exciting and it's a wonderful distraction to have these two mega famous celebrities who we all obsessed over 20 years ago get back together as like late 40, 50 somethings. It's to- like, of course, we all, we, we're in a pandemic. Wow. This is a great though, distraction. Right. It's as though they knew we needed them. Yeah. Like also, they are like, providing a public service. Yes. And they, and like, Look, they're everything that you want from like Hollywood entertainment and glamour. They're they're beautiful. Like Jennifer Jennifer Lopez is just like a magnificent human. I mean, she's just, and and by all accounts, again, from listening to Busy and Casey discuss this, a really nice person. They were both like raving about how kind she is, and I always love mm. that. Like when you find out a celeb is kind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I will point out they got together when they were both single. This time around. This time around, yes. 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 And like fuck A-Rod, he allegedly cheated on Jimmy. Seriously. J-Lo. Seriously, fuck A-Rod. No, I mean also you know I, I also, think Ben Affleck maybe also was a cheater. So You know what I all, also but- appreciate about Benefer is the age appropriateness of it. Mm. She's 50, right? Or is she 52? She's 52. Mm. Ben is in his late 40s, I believe. Mm. How old is Ben? Let's give him a Google, Dory, shall Let's we? Let's give him a Goog. He's 48. Um, so, you know, I, I, just, I just love that, like, yeah, and she's 52. I love that. They're just, you know, they're, they're grown-ups. They're grown-ass people 
who are talking about grown-up things and living grown-up lives. And like, yes, you can date younger, you can date older, but there's just something that is like that really warms my heart about two people having an age-appropriate relationship. And also being like closer to our age. Yes. Like I'm not sitting here like thinking about Olivia Rodrigo's relationships, which like I love thinking about, but she's 18. It's all my kids want to talk about. And like, I like looking at a 50 year old who I know is like getting nailed in the way she wants. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was just going to say like, you know, they are having a lot of sex, undoubtedly. And that's just, it's, I don't know. It just makes it, it's really nice. It's just really nice to know that that is happening. (laughs) (laughs) They're on a yacht. And like Jennifer Lopez is old enough to be in the AARP. I mean, yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yes, we can talk about it. And like, also just, I think feel like for, for me, it's just like, this is what I want to think about right now. Like when I'm ordering more of my KN95 masks for my kids mm. and freaking out about every awful thing going on in the world. Mm. It's like, what distraction do I need? Mm-hmm. Ben and Jen. Okay, well, we're going to like really shift gears after the ad break and talk about uh, some sadder things. So just want to flag that for you, everybody. We will be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, Our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. 
Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. All right. We We have returned. And we got a text, I think, directed to me. Mm-hmm. Directed to Dor. I'll read it. Hi, Cat and Dor. I'm listening to today's episode where Dory is talking about her rut. And I think a podcast episode I just listened to would really fit this moment. It's Jay Shetty's On Purpose podcast. And the episode is from February 5th. It is about the four seasons of life. It's an analogy we've heard made many times, but he digs into what they really mean and how to embrace them all. I will add that Dory's situation kind of reminds me of the post-race blues, which can be pretty severe among races, racers of longer distances. My approach is to try to do the exact opposite of what I was doing while I was training intently to savor the contrasts of life. So maybe it is time to lace up those running shoes. Finally, I never understood the Lana Del Rey song, Summertime Sadness, until I moved to this relentless inferno that is Salt Lake City in the summer. I stand in solidarity. Wow, the four seasons of life. This is not something I've ever heard of. Have you? No, me neither. But I, I like the sound of it. Yeah, let's learn more about that and come back to the table because it sounds like it sounds like the theory from what I've Googled, it's just like you're transitioning from season to season. And just mm-hmm. like we transition like in the in the weather pattern, you need to ease into your next season. I love that. I wonder what season you're going into, Dory. I don't know. I, I have to listen to this podcast episode. Yeah, let's give it I'm gonna give it a listen as well. I love a new podcast recommendation and maybe we'll um We'll follow up here. Great. I do I look th- forward to that. I do think, though, there is this like, like this person mentions r- racing and training for races. I'm assuming they mean like marathons. Like, there is such a morning where like this big structured period of your life ends, you know, like mm-hmm. when you're just like, what do I do? And you're like set loose into the wilds of the world. Yep. 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 Or do you feel like you're coming out of this rut at all? Are you feeling it a little bit or are you still in it? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm still in it. That's okay. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to give anyone false hope. You've got the summertime summertime sadness. Yeah, it's weird because I used to have seasonal affective disorder in the winter. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, we'll look into this. Okay. All right, I did I want to give a content warning that the next voicemail is very emotional and involves uh, the death of a friend. So if that's not something that's for you, this would be a good point to, um, you know, pause, pause or move on from the pod for today. 
Hi, ladies. Um, I have a question. I'm seeking some advice. I just found out um, my very best friend has approximately three months to live. Um, most likely, he is, there's a chance he might live longer, but if she does see 2022, it won't be by much. Um, and I'm really toggling and juggling some emotions. Um, she's been actively dying for a long time. She's had cancer and um, just had a new blow that has really kind of sped up her timeline. And on one hand, I am devastated, utterly devastated. Um, sorry. Because she is my person and, um, I don't know. I have, I have wonderful other friends who I know will be there for me and, um, they've already had some conversations, um, to me and with me, um, about, you know, how, like, we're going to be there for each other when this happens, but, um, it's, it's not the same, you know, it's not the same. Um, on the other hand, I know that this is the best thing for her because she's been in such excruciating pain for so long. And I know that she is ready. She's real ready. Um, she's just so good. Um, and, and I can't help but, but acknowledge that this is going to be the first time in about 25 years of her life that she won't be in pain every single day. And so I can recognize that that is a good and a just thing for her. But I don't know what to, I don't know what to do in this in-between time. And um, I'm just wondering um, what tips you might have. Uh, I, I grieve hard and long. I know that from my past. And I think that's good. And I think, you know, other than getting a therapist, which I've been kind of shopping for already, um, so not a ton of success, but um, what other suggestions do you have for self-care and for, you know, if this were a relationship ending or if this were other things, I would, you know, like taking time would be a good thing, but I'm, I'm going to have time by myself and um, I'm, I'm going to feel really scared and I could really use it if you have some. Thank you. Hmm. Well, I'm so sorry. <sighs> Me too. You know, I I was thinking as I listened to this voicemail about, and now this is going to sound so lame, but a, a meme I shared on my Instagram because I write a lot about grief and I think a lot about grief. And it basically, and I, I was just looking for it and I couldn't find it, but I'll find it. But it basically says like a lot of us think that grief grows smaller over time. And really what, you know, really what happens is that we grow around our grief and that the grief never changes shape, but we continue to grow. And that oh, wow. was very, yeah, that was very like profound for me. And you know, it really nailed how I have th thought about grief. And so my advice to this caller, in addition to, yes, I think finding a therapist and finding a support group, um, especially because I feel like we don't, like when I was looking for support groups after my mom died, there's a lot of like family support groups, but there's not a lot. Of, I didn't see as much for like the loss of a friend. And that is as significant as the loss of a family member. Mm. So don't, don't hesitate to find yourself a support group. You know, you, you qualify, um, even if it doesn't specify like best friend. 
Um, but I think, I think there's, I think you have to hold space for your grief and let yourself be as, as sad and as low as you're going to be. And it might be for a long time. And you should feel that you can lean on the people in your life who can support you through this. Obviously, I wouldn't lean on the, your best friend who is dying for your support. Mm -hmm. You are that person for her or them. I don't know their identity. Um, but lean. Lean on the people who are there to support you. Now is the time to take them up on it. And and truthfully, like, I mean, I don't know if you're feeling this, but like no one is going to replace your person. That's your person, mm -hmm. you know? No one is. And you deserve a lot of, um, you, sh you that deserves the weight that it carries. That's a big loss. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add um, to Kate's advice. Well, I, th I think like one thing in the way that grief doesn't look the same for for every person is that the way we care for our grief doesn't look the same. And so if I was like, you know, like one thing I did to cope with my mom getting cancer was like training for half marathons to raise money. But mm. that, and, but then I also did other things like essentially lean into an eating disorder to gain control over my life. So like some mm. things were more productive than others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I would say, you know, it's not, like what what I might do or what Dory might do is going to be different. So if something is seemingly, quote unquote, a healthy self-care practice for you, I would just go with it. And that might look different. It's going to look different for everyone and not pe people might not get why you're suddenly like hiking mountains every day. But, you know, if that's your thing and that's helping you, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm. This oh, is so hard. It's so hard. I did also want to add, I know I've mentioned the deep dive podcast like on every episode lately, but I'm, I'm obsessed with listening to it. But Jessica St. Clair, who's one of the co-hosts, lost her best friend to cancer. And she talks a lot about, and Jessica also had breast cancer too. So she talks a lot about um, kind of how she's dealt with losing her best friend and also like her spiritual feelings about her connection to her best friend still. And that might be, she might be an, an interesting person to just follow, or that might be a good podcast to check out. Yeah. Well, as usual, Dory, we have run the gamut from Benefer to grief. I mean, we, we do it all. This podcast really is an umbrella. <laughs> um, Kate, once again, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. And, um, Listeners, we'll talk to you all again soon. Bye. Bye.